and hot. Freckle Flay. <laughs> Freckle Flay. You like Flavor Flay, but you're Freckle Flay. <laughs> Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 338 for patch 7.1. We are a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Roots. And this is Freckleface. Coming up in episode number 338 of HearthCast, is it time to reconsider death in WoW? A pet battle add-on that makes it simple. And 10 business lessons from Legion. A special thank you to all our patrons for supporting HearthCast in the way that you do. Your generosity is heartwarming and drives us to continue to produce the show that we love to share with you. So thank you. Hey there, for Recoface. Hey there, Rose. How was your week in the Blizzard universe? It was a good week. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, worked on some uh the new Suramar quest lines. I didn't know there was one. Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know there was they, one. They added men after after 7.1. Yeah. But you had to be done with a good Suramar it's already. Right. That's why I haven't done them yet. Right, right. Got to gotta get on your... Some Martin horse. <laughs> Get on the road to Samaria. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And here's the storm. I bought Ragnaros um, pretty much as soon as it came out. Oh, uh, yeah. They released them on Wednesday. They had so much going on on Tuesdays where they normally release heroes yeah. that they waited a day and then pushed them out on Wednesday. So you got them. I bought them with gold. And oh, that's the best. Yeah, a lot of times I'll wait when a new hero comes out. But I've been waiting since BlizzCon to play Ragnaros. I wait. Uh, it's I wait whenever a new hero is released in uh, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, I know. I wait for Christmas to come around <laughs> and for somebody else to buy for- me something. <laughs> you wait for all the stars to align and all the planets and whatnot to play hots. Yeah, or have yeah. enough uh, B net credit. Yeah, yeah. I had enough gold and uh, he's a lot of fun. Uh, we are still just doing the uh, very quick. AI games just to get our um, friends quest done. So I finally got that. I'm, you know, I'm the last one <laughs> amongst the people that I know who are going for uh-huh. that uh, to get it. Hey, anytime. I hope you. I know. All right. It, it'll just be saying. coming. Don't just worry. Saying. Yeah. So it was a good week. And uh, tell me about you. Well, uh, I have been doing as many order hall resource world quests as possible. All right. Uh, this upcoming week, I'm not going to be in town. It's Christmas. It is Christmas. Um, I'll have access to HOTS, which is why I was saying that my <laughs> my, my friend's thing is coming, uh-huh. but I'll have access to play. Uh, but I'll have the mobile app, the companion app. Okay. And so I want to br- gather as many resources as I can so I don't I don't run out. I can still do no, some stuff. No, I don't run out, yeah. But I'm very particular about what I do now. Uh, before I was just willy-nilly doing things, and I would run out of resources quite often. Now I'm more uh, cautious about what I, what I do. Are you talking about the missions that you go on in the app? Like yeah. you, you choose the ones that really just give you the words that you want. Exactly. Like yeah. right now, it's more about rep for me. Okay. Uh, I just I just uh, cycled out a follower who I need to level up. So now it's going to be about rep and um, the uh, armor upgrades. Because everybody else is kind of maxed out for me right now. So I got to get, I just want to level another one up. So give myself something to do next week. Right. Uh, Pre-show, you shared a fantastic uh, reminder for me that I can go sell my blood of Sargeras and uh, get myself some more uh, resources. Resources stock up. I finally ran out of those. They're in Dalaran. Yeah. So I'll go visit him today. Like when I get home, that's what I'm doing. Okay. I'm straight in there. I want to go. I have 21, I think, blood of Sargeras's. So it's cool because like you can spend one blood for it says two hundred resources, but it's a chest, and sometimes it gives you extra. Wow! Like I've gotten four hundred or six hundred from a single uh, one I cannot before. Wait now! Yeah, I'm gonna tally it up. Yeah. Really interesting. Yesterday I was running uh, just world questing, you know, running around, mm-hmm. and I was getting this one boss down, and the boss was like spawning and calling all these ads. Now usually when that happens and you kill the boss. The ads go away. Not this time. 
And there were like five of us on this platform. It was up by some harpy area. Bunch of us on this platform, killing things, and it's like they just kept coming and coming. I'm like, you know what? Uh, no. And so I just ran <laughs> off the edge and goblin glider down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with this. Noped out of there. Yeah, I noped out of there. <laughs> and as I am gliding down, I see a star on my map. Oh, fun. I'm like, oh, look, a little elite, whatever boss down here. This is cool. And so I'm circling around. I'm like, I wonder. So I target him. And his health's already going down. So that means somebody else is already attacking yeah, him. Yeah, Even yeah. better for me. Got to get in there. So I slide on up into the beach, like a beautiful landing. I'm like, this is great. It was, it was just like out of a movie, like coming in. It was great. Tagged that boss, down the boss. It was cool. It was like a, he was like a um, sand elemental. He's really cool. But got him, got something off him. I don't remember what it was. I'm like, all right, well, time to get out of here. And I start going the other way. Another world boss right oh. there. I'm like, wait a minute. This is cool. And that one was more of a, it was also one of the uh, world quests that day. Okay. So it's like, okay, this is cool. So I walk up to that person. I'm like, eh, he's a 112 elite. And I don't, I just, you know, I'm a warlock. Yeah, I got my void walker, but I just don't know. So I'm kind of chilling. I'm kind of hanging. Well, Sandy the uh, sand elemental decides to respawn <laughs> and come after me. I guess he remembered me from, you know, 45 right, seconds right. ago. I'm like, no, no, I can't take this guy alone. Cause he also has like little sand elementals with him. Mm-hmm. So I proceed to run around in a circle <laughs> and he chased me for one complete rotation of that circle. I mean, I was like going up a path down another way. And I'm like, there's no way this guy's path. And I was running faster than him. Cause one point, when I came around a circle, he just changed directions. I felt like a kid when you run around a table and you're like, whoa, no, no, no. And you start turning left and right. right. You kind of juke this way, juke that way. And then uh, finally he gave up and left me alone. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go back to this this new elite. I'm hanging out there. I'm like, all right, I'm thinking about this guy. The shadow priest shows up. I'm looking at the shadow priest and I'm like, okay. He's looking at the boss. I'm looking at the boss. Shadow priest goes in. All right, let's do this. All right, so I mentioned that the boss uh, previous of well, the World Quest, the guy spawned and called like a lot of ads. Nothing in comparison to this boss. I'm like, oh, no. What on earth? This guy is just calling all. He was a big walrus, by the way. Okay. Uh, I don't remember his name, Flubber, but that's not his name. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, he, he's like called a, just a ton of ads. Like, what is this? So we we get killed off. My Voidwalker can't tank. No. It, it, well, he can, but he wasn't holding aggro enough, and it, it was just not a good scene. So I run back, and it was a very long run back. I did not enjoy that at all. And I use pre-made group finder now, and I type in the dude's name, which I can't remember, like, far, far I don't remember. And get another group. Well, this group's got a paladin tank. I'm like, okay, we have a tank. This is good. Had a mage. I'm like, eh, all right. And me. The guy's like, cool. This is all we need. Warlock, all you do is AOE. You get the ads, you AOE. I'm like, all right. All right. I, I like this. We got a yeah. plan. So I bring in my Inferno. He's my AOE guy. And I just rain a fire, stuns, and AOE. And I'm using my Incinerate, which is got, which is also AOE. I, I tagged the boss just to make sure, you know. And all I did was... AOE, and we got that boss down in no time. Nice, nice. It was really good. I mean, that guy tanked that boss, kept him in a certain spot. The mage is doing damage. It was nice. I was, I thought, I was very happy when it worked like that. Good, Much better good. than dying. So, so you and I also had a chance to run uh, the latest LFR, uh, Trial of Valor. That's right. We did the whole one this time. Last week we only did. We missed the first boss. Yeah, the first boss. This week was fine. This week was fine. The mm-hmm. whole thing. Uh, not a big deal. No, we went in the first time when you fight uh, Odin. And before Odin, you fight some cronies of his. And we walked in there, and I'm like, hey, hang on a sec. I want to drop my uh, my brazier here. It's called a brazier of awakening. And you made a comment. You're like, well, does that still work? Yeah, because it's from uh, Draenor. It is from Draenor. And uh, most of the stuff have this stipulation only works in Draenor. This does not. Now, to bring everybody up to speed, the uh, Brazier of Awakening, um, you put it on the ground. It's a little brazier. It's like a little urn, like a little pot. 
and you put it on the ground, and after combat has ended, after the combat with the boss and a raid has ended, it will resurrect a nearby party member or raid member afterwards. So I dropped it on the ground. Now, flashback to last expansion, and I was using this, like, for one of our fights. Then a person in our raid's like, those, those things never work. And everyone else is like, what are you talking about? Yes, those <laughs> those do work. Those are fantastic. If you have a complete wipe, somebody can get rezzed. What if it rezzes someone who doesn't have a res ability, well, though? There you go. This yeah. is always something. Now, okay. remember back when we had mass res? Would have yeah. been nice if we get they, anybody could have gotten rest. Why do you keep asking for that? We we need that back. <laughs> it's really hard to get out of the habit of using things once you take it away. Yes, uh, we yeah. need mass res back. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, I put the brazier down there on the ground. Uh, you died in combat. Yeah, yeah. Which you did. you are uh, oft to do. Hey, <laughs> not that oft. Oft, friend. No, no, no. It's oft. Rarely. <laughs> I just wanted to use the word again. <laughs> <laughs> but th- it resurrected you. It did. What did it say? Um, Whatever the text is that said, you know, you received a res, but it said Brazier of Awakening. Wants to resurrect you. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I was wondering because I've, you know, I've never been resed by one. Yeah. You've been resed by my uh, pet though. Yeah. It, I got, later on that night, I got resed by your pet. Yeah. It's like, Port wants to resurrect you. I'm like, who's Port? You're like, that's my pet. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You're quilling. Yeah. Yeah. That In that fight, the last fight of that one, even in LFR, it just gets kind of complicated. There's a whole lot going on at the very end of that, that fight with that uh, the sea witch or whatever she is. The keeper of the underworld? Yeah. Yeah. Who? What'd she say over and over again? That... Um, she told me I deserved eternal damnation. Wow. She doesn't know you very well, does she? <laughs> or does she? <laughs> All right, okay, then. <laughs> uh, th- that is one of the bosses, like a lot of bosses, that I think Blizzard needs to add more uh, r- vocabulary to, more sentences. Say more things, yeah, yeah. different things. Yeah. Rise, mountain. That got old. <laughs> yeah, so whatever she says, I just remember going, ah, I'm tired of it. Say something else. Like you're gonna catch a death of cold. Is that what? After oh me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't really make sense. Yeah, like or it's like something your mom would say. What? <laughs> That's what she should say. Your mom. What? Yeah. What, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I think they need to change the uh, frequency of how often they're how often, and then give pro- them more frequency yeah. and uh, uh, quantity yeah. should be changed. And in other news, remember last week I talked about uh, my coworker who asked me if I ever ever heard of Overwatch. Yes. Well, we got together, showed him Overwatch. Uh, I ended up having to remote into my PC from uh, from work. It was still cool. And then we are specking out a gaming rig for him now that we're going to get together on a Saturday and build. Now he's a he's a technician. He's like a diesel tech. The guy he's he's smart enough to build his own computer. He just doesn't quite know where to go and what to get. His budget is fantastic for it. It's going to be a great rig. Uh, the only thing that I'm a little concerned about is he is very, um, the emphasis he wants to put on it is quiet. And gaming rigs and quiet, you can get it. Mm-hmm. It can happen, but. Eh. Are you sacrificing other stuff for that? Usually what you sacrifice is your case. You okay. know, yeah, they make quiet cases, but it's not, sometimes it isn't as quote unquote cool looking, you, you know, you can't see inside it with the cool lights and all this other kind of stuff. But, um, I've done one before. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get there. It's all right. But, uh, I'll report back on that. Uh, it's going to be a couple weeks cause like I'm going away this week. It's not that big of a deal. He's not getting it before Christmas. So yeah, that has been our week in the blizzard universe. Gaming can teach a lot of desirable traits in the business world. So let's look at 10 business lessons we can learn from Legion. Like group projects get done faster. Talking about world quest bosses there. <laughs> of course. The, the big world bosses, you can't solo those no, guys. No, you can't. Many hands make light work. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that's fantastic, right? They get a lot of people together. You go get that project knocked out. Let people figure out their own way. You know, like the zone scaling, how you could go however you wanted to, to level up. 
Because you remember, like back in most of the, most expansions, you had a very specific path you could take. Now, oh yeah, Wrath, we all got bottlenecked over in Hellfire, yeah. Hellfire Peninsula. Yeah, Wrath, you could go two ways. Yeah, when you got to Northern, you could hang off and go clockwise or counterclockwise. Sure. Uh, but for here, you can go anywhere. Do whatever yeah, you want to yeah. do. Just go do this zone. All right, I'll go do that zone. The answer isn't always online. What? Yeah, you know, a lot of times you get into work, and the first thing you're gonna do is someone asks you a question. Yeah, Google it. In fact, most people know about this site, but if you don't, there's this great website called Let Me Google That for You. <laughs> and when you go to Let Me Google That for You, type in the Google response, and it gives you a little code, little uh, short URL, and you send that to the person. And when they click on it, it takes in the Google and it writes out this thing in Google and clicks search. <laughs> so someone someone could say like. Hey, um, how do I change my default printer to the printer here? Then you do, 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 you type it and it makes a link for you. And it goes, how do I change my default printer? Sir, you know, <laughs> that's a little condescending. I love it though. <laughs> I actually used to have stickers at my previous job. I got the, the initials, uh, L me G F T Y. Let me yeah, do that yeah. for you. Yeah. And I'd put it on people's computers. <laughs> it took them like a month before they figured out what I was doing. It was great. But what we're looking at there is uh, it, it, it's forcing people to do things like you have to for, you have to get in a group to go do mythics because they, they gated some quests behind mythics. So what what is the you, you know, like, how do I do this quest? Well, you have to get in a mythic dungeon. You have to get right, with people. Right. The answer is not online for this one. Frequent rewards for doing things is a good idea. The emissary quest rewards, Freck. Positive reinforcement. Yeah. I noticed that right now, since I need a lot of those class hall resources, I'm still doing world quest, although I don't have any emissary quests available. But those emissary quest rewards, those are fantastic. You're doing stuff, you're getting rewards for doing stuff, and then when you do all the stuff that you're supposed to do to get the rewards, you go get more rewards. So it drives people to go do that. Accessibility is a good thing. Now, what do you mean by accessibility? Well, like right now, we have the mobile companion app. Before, we didn't. So before, ah. in order for you to get things done, you had to be in front of a computer and in the game. Now, you can do other things. You can use a mobile companion app, and you can get your class hall missions done. You can recruit people. You can do some of your research. So there's a lot of things you can do that you don't have to actually be in the game to do. Resource management and proper decision making always helps. This we talked about a little bit before. I'm talking about the order hall missions, making the right decisions to optimize uh, your your return. It's your ROI. I have a limited amount of order hall resources, and I need to maximize what I get back from those. So I need to make sure that I'm not stuck with you know stuff I don't want. Like we talked about before, the gold missions don't really intrigue me too much. But right now reputation and the uh, equipment upgrade do. Is that so, saving you time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If a problem would take too long to handle alone, get a group to work with you. Oh, uh, see, now, in the world quest where you have to go in there and you have to fill up your little uh, bar to 100% because you've done enough damage, if it's just you and something's giving you like 2 or 3% every kill, it's going to take a little bit of time. But you get in there with a the group, and everybody's getting that 2 to 3%. And now, even if it's one other, one other person, you're doubling your output in the amount of time that you're in there. So you get a group of four or five, you're going to just, just wreak havoc in that place. And you're in and out of there in two minutes. It's awesome. Help others around you learn no matter how long it takes. I'm looking at you, Nami. <laughs> Nami needs to be fired, though. No, 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 no. I he, he's making progress. He is, but at his maximum efficiency, he's going to allow me to cook recipes with less materials, right? Right as like, now? Isn't like, I get more recipes and now it's only going to take me five pieces of meat to make something instead of seven. All right. Well, that's... But how many pieces of meat have I thrown at him? He just burnt. <laughs> I had to throw in the garbage. Couldn't he's... even give it to my pet. Pet he's... wouldn't eat it. I tried. <laughs> 
Your pet's like, uh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? And it's like, why would you hate me? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I have saved your life. Yeah. I have resurrected, I resurrected your you. friends. <laughs> You've given me treats. You've put me on a leash. You've taken me everywhere. And this, this is my thanks? Burnt food? What have I done? <laughs> but it's still progress. Oh, believe me, there have been people in my life that I've wanted to fire. Because at, the, at that moment in time, they have made me mad or I have mm-hmm. not. I have felt like they aren't getting it. If there's progress, even if it's a minute amount of progress... There's hope. And there's hope for Nami. I hope so. No, me. <laughs> me. No, me. What? <laughs> Not me. Not me? <laughs> Not it? <laughs> Although, I do need to talk to him. Yeah? Yeah, because I went and picked up a bunch of food the, uh, the other day, and he handed me seven rank two recipes that are all identical. <laughs> I hate that. Why? I mean, I'm like, whoa, I got seven recipes. This is great. They're no, all you got the same one. one. Yeah. You just made seven copies of it? Yeah. So I learned one and sold the rest for, for 10 copper a piece. Yeah. <sighs> no, 10 silver a piece. I'm sorry. But still, come on. Yeah. That's a fireable offense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need stuff printed off in duplicate. You know, seven times. That's just wasteful. Killing those trees. Goblins do enough of that already. We don't need help, do we? No, we got the shredder things for that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The big old, yeah. well, I forget what those things are called. Shredders? Shredders. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a name for that big one. The 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 was a mount, and it swims underwater. Gold golem? Oh, golem. that's the golem. Yeah. 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 Grouping of cohorts makes sense for particular projects. Like class halls. All right, so we're talking about class halls in a game. If you are outside of the game, if you're on a particular project and everybody has... Uh, some know-how in that project, put them all together, get that project done. But I also firmly believe in what I call cross-pollination in a workplace, which means you don't put everybody in the same department in the same place, unless they're working on a, on a very particular project. Otherwise, you sit in different places and crosstalk happens and people hear other people say different things. It's what I call cross-pollination in an office. The beauty of that is... I have seen it happen on several occasions where somebody will mention a problem they're having that they're stuck with, and the other person goes, we've done that, and we solved that. Here's how we solved it. Here you go. Yeah. And boom, you just saved a day to two to a week of time. However, if you're working on the same project, yeah, put them all in the same room for a little bit, and that's just like our class halls. Everybody's there doing the same thing. Like, you don't hear somebody in the hunter's, what do you call yours? Alcove? We're at the hunting lodge. Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear warlocks talking about Ritual of Doom in there, do you? No, no, no. You don't even hear hunters talking about Ritual of Doom. No. He's having them in there complaining about everybody else. Everybody calls us huntards. <laughs> so sick of every other class. Hey, it's not what goes on there. Yeah. I can't tell you. I know. Right? <laughs> it's just like a ladies' room. I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> that's one secret that's not worth knowing. Is- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Which one, the Hunter's Lodge or the Ladies' Room? Uh, the ladder. Oh, yeah. okay. There's Actually, a, either. I don't know. There's a secret with a ladder? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And one of the last things we can learn here from Legion, of our 10 lessons we can learn from Legion here, is management training is a good thing. Withered Army training. How Have you learned like a lot how, when to, where to go, how to back your troops off, when to make them go berserk, when to make them follow you? Uh, kind of. Or do you just get in their mash buttons right I now? I get in their mash buttons for the most part. Oh, no. So I've learned to control. Okay. Because if you go in their mash buttons a lot, you do not make very, very fast pro- progress. However, at the same time, you cannot go willy-nilly because then your guys wander off or they just die yeah. off from time. Yeah. So you have to have a very controlled pace while you're going through there. And knowing where to go, how to get there. So it's management training. You're, you're working with an entire group. You are their leader. I love putting people through management training. And one of the things that I have found out about management training is that there are different types of management training for different types of people. Did you know this? It's none of that. Yeah. So I went at one point in time to some management training course, and it was the biggest waste of time that I've ever been in. Uh, it was all about feel goods and, and managing people's spirits and keeping people happy. I'm like, no. No? Uh-uh. 
So then I came back and they said, You like to keep your people on their toes? No, it's not that. Okay. Uh, people should do their jobs. <laughs> but So I came back from this thing and they're like, how was it? I'm like, it was horrible. It was a waste of my time. I didn't learn mm-hmm. anything. Like the next month, they sent me to a management class for engineers. Okay. Oh my gosh, I learned everything. <laughs> I got like equations on how to f- you figure out the most efficient way to keep somebody working and, and how to deal with with mere mortals, this thing they call it emotions. <laughs> Was the other one like more on about like sales, keeping people happy so they can no, interact with customers no, better, be more it, happy? No, it was more like, you know, people are people and they have things yeah. going on in their lives that may affect their jobs and here's how you balance this work-life environment. And okay. It's more, it's more like HR management, I guess, in a way. Okay. Uh, but still, supposedly, because there's like time management in it, but it's still like you have to make sure that, that, that you're not overworking your people and like all these regulations, 40 hours from the government or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is the job done? No. Get back to work. That's, that's how you should do these things. <laughs> no, I, I kid. But I did go to do an engineering one that was much more suited to, to me. Okay. They spoke in a vocabulary I understood, and mm-hmm. they actually had people in there who were were the, the the feely feelies, and we had to relate with them, and that was that was cool. Yeah. So it was neat. But in interview processes, Frack, I have interviewed a lot of people, and I asked them what games they play. This is part of what I do, and I am looking for, in particular, Blizzard games because one of the ones I, that I know the most answers myself to. And one of my favorite questions that I ask. Is if somebody tells me that they play World of Warcraft, my next question to them is, Horde or Alliance? And I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on the show before, but what I'm looking for, I don't care what they play. I want them to tell me exactly what they play and be proud of it. If they play both factions, fantastic. Tell me you play both factions and be proud of the fact that you play both factions. If you are Horde, stand up. If you're Alliance, stand up. But don't be like, well, I'm going to give you an answer you don't like, and I play this faction. I, that is not what I want to hear. I want to hear the confidence in that you've made a decision that you are happy and proud about. That's all I care. That's what I'm looking for, the confidence in a decision. Makes sense. So when that comes up in an interview, and it will, just be proud of the decision you made. If a person asks you if you're on a raid team, yeah, I'm on a raid team. If they ask you, yeah, we're six to seven heroic. We're tearing up this boss. That's group management. That's time management. That's a lot of other things. So, yeah, that's why I look at it. Well, what if I don't play Blizzard games? What if I, if I play other games? Be proud of that, too. If you play your Sims, then I know you're into human resources. What if I play Sims just to kill them? Should I bring that up? Yes, because yeah? there's still the most efficient way you can do that. <laughs> All right. Unless you'd like, like to drag it out. In which case, uh, there's a job at the IRS waiting for you. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's, there's it's for everything. Fair enough. All right. It is for Just remember, there are business lessons you can learn from every game. Right, we're going to talk about uh, Root's favorite topic, which is uh, pet battles. I am the pet battle master. Master. Yeah. 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 That's me. Yeah. No. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I found an add-on. I have that, pet battled. That if if you're interested, yeah. it can make it easy. It makes it very simple. Oh. Does it tell me what to do next? No, it doesn't. Oh. Now, you you do have Zyger guides, so that does have um, a pet battle guide that will tell you what to do. I forgot about that. Yeah. I should use that. Got its own module. Mm, okay. But what I was looking for is just something to display what the abilities are. So when I go into a pet battle with this add-on, which is called Derangement's Pet Battle Cooldowns, it shows me the icons for the abilities for the active pets, as in the two that are fighting right there, and also for the backline pets, so the two that are waiting on each side to go up next. It also has the the strong or weak against icon and has the cooldowns. Hmm. So where this comes into play is you go up against an enemy and you see that they have, you know, one basic attack that they can do every turn. They have a big attack that they can do maybe once every five turns. 
So you can see, okay, well, they're probably going to do their big attack because it's off cooldown. Oh, so you prepare for it. So you can yeah. change how you attack based on that. So you can, be, you can play defensively if you, you need to. You can play defensively. I see that. I like this. So they hit you with it, and like, let's say the battle keeps going. You can tell when it's about to come off cooldown again and be better able to predict when they're going to hit that big thing again. Nice. Okay. So you can like dodge it or switch pets or, um, you know, do something defensive against it. Now, a little bit about the strong or weak against. Usually, if you have the um, the enemy pet that's up against and you have, you know, three pets to choose from, you can't tell which of your pets is going to be strong against that unless you go to the change pet interface. And this makes it so you don't have to do that. Oh, okay. It's just displayed right there on the screen. It saves you a step right there. Yeah, it saves like you a step. Okay. And so... The interface is very simple. It just puts icons on the very top of the screen right next to the little portrait thing of your pets. So you can see what abilities are being used by the active pets, what abilities are being used by the backline pets. What's the backlines on the ones that aren't? In the- yeah, the ones that aren't active, but right. you, know, you can choose from. And I haven't tried it for PvP, but apparently when you go up against the PvP, you know, it doesn't automatically know what abilities that your opponent has. So we'll show you that the two that it might have, because each slot for a pet battle has the choice of two abilities oh, that you fill in. Okay, so I'll show that. you, like, okay, well, this might have this ability or this ability. And then once they use one, then it remembers for the rest of the battle. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Um, one of the pet battles in Dalaran, which is, um, they call it Fight Night. I don't know if you've been to this area. There's like a hole in the wall in Dalaran, and you kind of go behind it, and there's this little pet battle ring set up, and there's yeah. a different person there every day. I, in fact, I told you about it. Oh. Yeah. I said, come back here. It's a pet thing. Oh, okay. And you're like- Early in expansion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you went in there, and I left, because you're like, what is this? And I knew you were going to spend like <laughs> the rest of the day there, and so I just yeah, like, oh, I'm yeah. going to go back to my class hall now. Bye. So one of the guys that you fight there, his name is Sir Gavelston. Gavelston. And his first pet is a murloc. And he has an ability where he will cast it and he swaps out the active pet. Now that drives me nuts because I have my pet set up to counter each <laughs> right. you each one in order. And yeah. when he swaps out, now it's messing me up. So I found an undead pet, that which is strong against his pet, that casts um, a spell that keeps him from swapping out. Oh, okay. That's cool. So I have to make sure that that spell is cast on him and remains before his uh, spell to swap out comes off cooldown. It keeps him from changing it. I see. And that's the only way I've been able to beat that one. Okay. And so this is by far not the only pet battle add-on I use. I have one for the journal to help me find my individual pets um, by ability type and class and things like that and level. And I also have one to save the teams. So that, you know, like this like this guy, he comes up maybe like, you know, once a week, once every other week. I set the team that I want. I save it. Next time he's around, I don't have to figure out what pets to use. You know, um, when I've already mentioned that, like when I go on vacation, I'm not going to be playing WoW. Yeah. I could get to a pet battle and try a pet battle. Yeah. Because I tried that once. Well, if you're not going to be playing WoW, you don't have it installed or just not like no, it's great? Inst- no, like I could do splash top and connect back to my home computer. Oh, okay. But there's a lot of times where the frame rate just gets kind of wonky or. Uh, so you wouldn't want to go into like a raid. Rate. No, it's not even, like it's, that. You could. It's not the frame rate. It's I have to just figure out how to adjust my mouse my mouse sensitivity. Oh. Because uh, I touch and it just goes. You're you're disco. You're still getting everywhere. Yeah. So that's on my. That's just a configuration thing I got to figure out. Uh, but I could do it. Yeah, because I yeah. can pet battle with that. That'd be yeah. be interesting. No promises. We'll see. Okay. So, yeah, uh, derangements, pet battle cooldowns, it makes the combat portion of pet battling a lot easier. Of course, you can get that over on Curse. Absolutely. And if you're cool, then you have Curse Premium. It's only three bucks a month. Uh, but that gets you auto your, updates. Yeah. Yeah. Which is and phenomenal. Thinking in case uh, oh, I love your computer thinking. ever. Crashes. crashes. Yeah. Or you just like me, I have WoW installed in multiple places. Right. So as long as I, you know, it has my add-ons synced across. Now, what happens from time to time is I only log into one of them every so often. And as soon as I do, I've got, it does a lot of updates. Yeah, yeah. I just need to get in the habit of logging. It's, it's on this, one of the computers here in the studio. 
And I just need to get in the habit of, you know, like logging in through Splashtop and launching Battle.net. Because you always what happens is I'll get somewhere and I'm like, oh, I can just play it on my computer. After I do about an hour worth of updates, <laughs> yeah, they're good. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Battle.net needs to restart 12 times. Uh, every game that I have oh, installed yeah. is now updating. Yeah. And Curse has to update the 35 apps or add-ons <laughs> that I use. So that's on me. I just need to log in once. I just need to put on my calendar and log in once a week via Splashtop and update everything. All right, so uh, derangements, pet battle cooldowns. I'll give it a shot. You sent it to me the other night, and you asked me if I had <laughs> tried it. I'm like, no. Because <laughs> I know we made a little pact that if we're going to talk about add-ons, we should both use yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know that was going to be a ploy for you to try to get me to pet battle. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you covered it. <laughs> you covered the ploy. <laughs> Uncovered the ploy. <laughs> As I oft do. <laughs> All right, so if you're in a pet battle, go give that add-on a try over at Curse.com. Bert, let's talk about our whiteboard of no. Blizzard's whiteboard of no. Yeah, that we speculate yeah. is somewhere in their Blizzard headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. So we've speculated before that there are things that are not in the game that probably never will be that blizzard every once in a while goes does that really need to be a never or can it be maybe or why did we ever say no to this that yes. was a dumb idea like back in the day you could not have a character of opposing factions on the same server it's very true because you're spying basically well, yeah, yeah. you're going to somewhere and you're talking to your alliance friends on your horde tune and you're in your Lions event server, and you're going, okay, guys, there's nobody over here. Come over this way. We'll raid Orgrimmar this way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when that happens, they kind of go, uh, all right, well, let's take the let's go in there and uh, take the eraser and wipe that off the whiteboard because it's just it's just a dry erase marker. I mean, not yeah, permanent. Not permanent. No, it's a no, no but it's uh, it's yeah, a whiteboard. Yeah. That's why it's a whiteboard. So, and what I think it's time to talk about is death. In the world of Warcraft. So let's start by taking a step back and looking about how we die in other games from Blizzard. Now, when you say death, do you mean like what kills us or? No, like what physically happens to our characters when we die? Okay. So more like looking at the process of coming back to life. Yeah. Okay. Death and resurrection. Death and resurrection. So to start this discussion, let's look at other Blizzard titles and what happens when characters die in those titles. For an example, in Heroes of the Storm, right. when you die, what happens? Well, your spirit is sent back to the base. Um, there is a timer before you can resurrect. The timer increases depending on how long the game has been going. And how many deaths you've had, right? Doesn't Don't you get a penalty? Isn't it stacking time for how many deaths you've had? I think that is. I don't know offhand if it's... How many deaths you have are just like the longer the game goes on, the longer the death penalty oh, is. Okay. I think it's probably think a little it's both. It is. Yeah, my little both. But anyhow, what you're saying is the more you die, the more you stay yeah. dead. But while you're dead, you can um, pan the camera over to anywhere on the map. Okay. Um, it's only going to be visible if your team has visibility in that area. Right. But, but you if can they do, hover over the fighting and watch people. Or tell yeah. them stuff, right? Like, hey, yeah, there's nobody at this brute camp or. No, not necessarily, because the way the map works is it is clouded unless someone in your team is already there. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay, so you could be like, hey, Medivh is coming up behind you. Is Medivh in the game? Like, you could see anything that your teammates could see. All right. If no one on your team could see it, then you're not going to be able to see it. So you're not really able to help them out. No. Gotcha. But you can see what they're doing. But you can observe fighting, you know, and you you, can... Yeah, you'd be like, okay, I got to hurry up because... You can can tell someone if they're doing something stupid, put it that way. (laughs) Okay, you're the one who's dead. Why are you telling me? You need to do do more damage. You need to not be dead. (laughs) You're dead. Don't tell me what to do. Don't die. How about that? And, uh, yeah, and Hots, so the timeout... So the timer works to punish your team. Uh, Not only when you die does it give your other... The opponent's team experience, but... Now you have like a minute that you're out of the game. And for a game that lasts, you know, 15, 20 minutes, it ends up being a big penalty. Right, and that's the uh, the the beauty of getting a team wipe for the other team. You wipe out their entire team. Now you've got 30 seconds to a minute where you have free oh, reign absolutely. of the board. So that's, yeah, yeah. that's really cool. 
All right, so now let's look at Diablo. What happens when we die in Diablo? Well, first of all, you revive at your death point, just like right there. You just pop up. When you first, when again, when you, when first, you first die. die. Um, but that only happens a limited number of times. And what will happen after that, after you hit your limit, is that now you have to res at the checkpoint or in town. Right. So, so at first it's just like, okay, I'm dead. Okay, I'm alive again. I'm rest. And you don't have to go loot your corpse or anything, do you? No. You're no, just, no. You got you all your stuff right back there. with you, right? Yeah. If you're completing content that's at the right difficulty level for you, then dying once doesn't really make a difference. But what it does is it makes an increasingly punishing for doing content that's outside your difficulty level. So I got taken into a rift by dead guy once, and it was like Torment uh-huh. 99. Who knows what sure. it was? I was getting killed by a rat. And I think it's designed that way. You can have somebody who's much higher level than you take you into and do you know, speed runs where you are getting experience for doing content that's much higher level than your level. But you die a lot. Oh, yeah. And it feels frustrating. Very frustrating. And I think it's there for a reason. I don't think like their intention behind the game is to let someone come in and power level you. I think they want you to play with people who are about the same level as you. That makes sense. But the point is, you don't have a corpse run. You don't have to run back and loot your body. You don't no. have... It's At first, it's like, okay, you died, and then you can wait a second, you can res. You can res right then and there. After a while, it's like, eh, you know what? Here's a suggestion for you. Why don't you go back to the checkpoint, work your way back in, because you're probably overwhelmed right now with, with mobs around you. Or maybe you should go back to town, repair, change change, yeah, you know. So it's giving you some options. It's like suggestions. It's like a passive aggressive death, really. (laughs) Maybe you should go turn this down in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Overwatch, Freck, when you die, you respawn back at your base. Oh, back at your base. Back at your base. Can you switch checkpoint characters? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because your team, you can switch characters, I think, pretty much any time in the game. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you can switch because you can get a different comp that's going on, depending on the game. And I think there's some brawls where you cannot, so everybody's stuck. Because you have brawls, just like arenas or just like uh, you yeah. know, everything else. There's one going on right now that everybody is, I can't remember the name of the character, but you're in a big snowball fight. It's fun. Oh, cool. Uh, instead of shooting the weapon, it shoots snowballs. And the alt is like a one-shot snowball. It's oh, pretty fun, cool. fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we'll even go as far as Hearthstone. When you lose <laughs> in Hearthstone. Okay. I don't think it really counts. Yeah, you you lose, to, it's over. I know, but you can take it back to the menu selection. You get to choose a new character. And you get, but, uh, okay. Yeah. And when you win in Hearthstone, the you can same, take it back the to the menu happens, selection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except you don't have the crazy defeat. Man, it is, uh, anyhow, yeah. a little bit of an ego trip there. A yeah, yeah, yeah. burst your bubble. Right, right, right. But in WoW, uh, when you die, you have to run back to your corpse. Right, so it ports you over to uh, a graveyard Spirit, yeah. where there's only a couple per zone. Yep. You have to make that run from that to your actual death point. Now, you don't have to have to, but the penalty for not is pretty severe. It's not at the beginning. If you have a level one character, you know, who cares? Right. You're not going to get that. Um, the death. The, the, yeah, death the, sickness, the 90% sickness, yeah. Yeah, reduction in stats. And 25% damage. And, yeah. Yeah. All right, so most of the time you get to run back. Now, here's the problem with getting run back. Let's start with uh, people getting lost, and that adds to frustration. I get lost a lot when I die. Yeah. It used to be, well, it still is worse because you get teleported to a dungeon, right? You get teleported to a dungeon, you're in the dungeon, you die, you res, and now you're outside of the dungeon, and I don't know where the entrance of that dungeon is. They fix a lot of that where you get res at the start of the dungeon now, which is nice. Yeah. Because it was just so frustrating. You'd be like, I don't know how. They're like, just go to the castle, go up the stairs, take the second right, and then behind the bookshelf. Like, what? Or I don't know if you've ever been on a run back and you're going and you're, you know, because you get a little arrow on the map of where your corpse is. You're running, you're running, you go, okay, I got to go over this hill, you go over the hill, and then you fall straight down because, you know, there's no damage when you're, then you're dead. You can't take fall damage. So you'll jump over that cliff. Except you don't really jump all the way, and then you get wedged in on the side between a rock and a hard place, and now you're like, I can't, I can't get out. 
Now, luckily, now there's a button on the screen that says Return to the Spirit Healer or Graveyard, rather. So it starts over, yeah. And you get to do that again, not make that mistake again. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, uh, back in the day, I've used being dead as an opportunity to explore things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Or, yeah, or make your way... Like, way too far out. And you're like, well, I don't remember how to get back now. I've made my way through a zone. Yeah. Kill me. I'm just going to keep running, 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 running. Here's the problem. You used to be able to do that. Uh-huh. Now, the last time I did that was a couple years ago, and when I got all the way to the next graveyard, and I went to resurrect that graveyard, it took me back to the other graveyard. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, great. Twice <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, you're stressed, you're stuck, and you got people in your voice chat going, hey, Frank, are you going to join us again? You coming back? And you're like, I just, uh, I'm, I'm on my way. Just let yeah. Me, uh, yeah. Stress. Do we need it? No. I haven't come across that lately with um, people telling me to hurry up, but I have noticed if you do get into uh, some of the world boss quests, like the weeklies, a lot of times if you're dead when when the guy goes down, you don't get credit. You don't get credit. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. The first world boss uh, guy we killed. It's like I tagged it. Obviously, I was helping. Did a lot of damage to it, but at at that moment when he died, I was dead. Now I have to do it all over again. And have you noticed sometimes your spirit will have a flying mount? Yeah. And sometimes yep. you're just yes. running and yes. I can't figure out why th- in some places well, you do. I think because some of it deals with where you are and where the spirit okay. healer is. Uh, the first one that jumps in my mind is Ice Crown Citadel. There's no way that you're going to be able to get back into Ice Crown Citadel from the ground. That's true. But like even in Legion, okay, like in Suramar City, you get a flying mount there. Really? Yeah. No, I haven't died there yet. But I've had it like where I fly up and then I get dismounted. <laughs> like randomly. And, and I can't dead. figure out why. It's probably because it's like has something to do with the illusion thing. Yeah, there. I don't know. The other thing I don't like about me dying and having to run back is a lot of times a group I'm with just goes on. I'm not a healer. I'm not a tank. I'm just DPS. <laughs> They're going to go on to the next trash mob. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know where they went, how they got there. I wasn't paying attention last time I was in that dungeon. Well, now I'm here and I'm alive at the beginning of the dungeon and now I have to sneak around and not aggro things that we snuck by the first time. Because I don't have someone to sneak with. The rogue's not there to put that little circle of sneak on the ground or whatever they do. <laughs> like, I, I'm kind of hosed here, guys. But let's look at why Blizzard has implemented these penalties when we die. So my theory is that, you know, there's a lot of WoW mechanisms that are based on EverQuest. I think they took that and just used that as their base and then modified it to make it better. Sure. What they did is they, they took EverQuest's death and they said, what was bad about that? Let's not do that. But at the same time, EverQuest's death, you would actually lose experience. You could lose a level. You could. You redeemed all the time. You so, undeemed and redeemed. And the other thing about EverQuest is when you rezzed back at the city, you were yourself. Now, your corpse is out there. Oh, you got to go find it. and You have to loot your corpse. Your stuff ah. is rotting out there, ah. and you can lose everything you've got. So it's like s- yeah. serious. serious. So it's like they took that and said, okay, how can we take that system of death but make it not so frustrating? And instead of you know losing experience, you're just losing time. And instead of having to go back and get your stuff... Yeah, you have to run back to your body, but you're in no danger of losing your hard-earned items. Right, and that was one of the big draws to me to World of Warcraft was, was the fact that if I died, I wasn't going to lose anything. No, nobody could come loot my corpse after a certain amount of time, which you could never request. Yeah, and I think being on a separate plane, it it puts like a mental weight on losing your life, like because like you know, everything's black and white. You have that creepy music, which you've ever you know cranked it up and listened to on headphones. It's very evocative. It's very chilling. You've also got that shadow effect in the black and white. Yeah, yeah. So, unlike any of these other very fast-paced games where you die a lot, you know, and wow, I think it's supposed to make you feel like your character actually died, at least, you know, think about it, just to make you avoid doing it and to keep you from taking on more than you should. Uh, Point of, it's not contention, Um, I disable the death effects. You do? Yes. Why? Because they bother me. 
<laughs> I get lost very easily because I'm very uh, visual in the game. So, and your screen is just normal colors. It's normal colors. Oh. Yeah. I forgot you could do that. Yeah. It's normal colors. No nor- creepy music. No creepy music. I'm just dead. But since I'm visual and, and I, I landmark my way around, mm-hmm. I kind of like, okay, I remember that tree. Well, that tree doesn't look the same to me when it's black and white. Yeah, I can see that. So yeah. I need color. So I disabled that a long time ago. The other thing we get out of a death in the World of Warcraft is you don't have the ability at all to help anybody but yourself. You're in a run back. You can't do damage. You can't loot. You can't do squat except run back to where you were. And that's it. So you aren't contributing in any meaningful way to anybody. At least in HOTS, if someone did something really cool, you could be like, oh, good job. You could provide some encouragement on that. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of times in a raid that happens because you're dead on the floor in a raid because you haven't, you know, released because you can't because you're in a raid. Right. And I know a lot of times there are people will will give you information. The bosses that this watch out for that because they can kind of move a little bit of the camera around. Mm-hmm. So there is that aspect, but it's that's I think that's designed on purpose that way. Uh, there have been games that I have played in the past, first person shooters, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, many many years ago, where when you died, your screen went black. Oh. That's scary. Yeah. You could not contribute at all. You had to wait for the rest of the team to finish what they were doing. Couldn't even chat with people? No. Now you could do on voice chat, but it's not going to give anything because yeah. you, you can't see anything. You yeah. can't hear anything. You can't see anything. You, you just, you got nothing. That's creepy. Yep. So that was, at least you're in sometimes when you're in WoW, you get something. But I think Blizzard needs to look at their other titles and takes. You know, take a page from them. Get some some of what they're doing and inject that into the world of Warcraft. We already have a res timer. You ever been that way where you, you've you've died somewhere and you run back to your corpse and it's like, okay, you can res in thirty seconds because right, right. you were either too close or I don't know what other reasons are there. Mm-hmm. I would love the option to res at my corpse. Just I died. Give me a button that says res at corpse. All right. Let's say when you first die, you have like an internal res timer of thirty seconds. So you're saying. You just die. Your spirit doesn't release or anything like that. You just have a button. After 30 seconds, you can press it and you can res. Sure. See, I guess the only thing I'd be afraid of is that at least when you're running back, it doesn't feel like you're on a timer because you're doing something as opposed to just passively sitting for 30 seconds or a minute. I, get, I like that. I understand what you're saying. But right. you don't always have that 30-second countdown. A lot of times you just res as soon as you get back to your corpse. Well, that's because it increases each time you die. Right. So the first time isn't 30 seconds. The first time is probably like 5 and then 20 and then 30. So you die and then you just have to sit 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, I've been I mean, up somewhere where I had like a minute. I'm like, hey, go to the bathroom. Yeah. Give me a potion then. If you don't want to give me a button, give me a potion that I can drink that when I die, my spirit is brought back to my corpse. If it's a minute, if it's 30 seconds, whatever. Just avoid that corpse run. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it'd be kind of cool. Like, you know, night elves turn into a wisp when they're dead. Right. And so turn me into a wisp with like auto go back to my corpse and let it go through the animation of me going all the way <laughs> At least I don't have to do it. Yeah. You know, now I still have that time. I've still got the effect. I've still got everything Blizzard wants me to have, but I don't have to do it. And I can be like, I'm on my way because I got yeah. that potion. Or make it instant and just port me back there. Yeah. Okay, well this this also brings another point. Um, have you ever died when you're right in the middle of mobs? Yes, and, many times. And if you res at the exact same spot, you're going to continue to get overwhelmed. Uh, I'm going to take you back to the last LFR we did. And you were standing, it was the uh, the, the, the the first fight with yeah. Odin. Yeah. And you were standing in the in the redness of no. The floor mm-hmm. turned gold. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be not there. You were there. You died. Some generous soul in our raid mm-hmm. resurrected you. You were still in the red when you accepted that, during the gold. Yeah, yeah. And you died. Right. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. So, like, if you're out in the world and you die because you 
go into an area that's too densely populated with mobs. Sure. When you run back, do you ever just All like the time. you you edge right? Yeah, you yeah, get to yeah. like the maximum distance away from that spot that you can and still res. Yes. Like I end up kind of like walking backwards very slowly. <laughs> so. If you res the exact same spot, you might get stuck in a loop of not ever being able to get out. That's right. the least if you edge forward every time that you die, you can, you know, after a couple of times, get out yeah, of the area. Out of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, maybe the res back to your corpse shouldn't take you right to your corpse. It should mm-hmm. take you into the res area of your corpse if you're in the wisp form. So okay. you, you still end up there like, okay, boom. And now you're still in the, maybe not even the wisp form, maybe the regular death form. And you're just at your corpse in that general area. Now you can walk around. You're still dead. Yeah. You haven't rezzed. Okay. You're just at your location. The whole right. run back has been eliminated. Okay. So you die, you release spirit, and your spirit just like pops up there. Yeah. Port me to and my then, corpse. Not, not, not even yeah. porting because you're just like right there. You'll never go back to the graveyard. Either way. Saying. Yeah. You can, you can have the choice because here's the thing. A lot of people will die mm-hmm. to get out of somewhere like a cave. <laughs> And then they want like to, our suicidal adventure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they want that. They'll say, you know what? I'll take the res sickness. That's fine. Okay. All right. So you want that ability to go, you know, go to the spirit healer or the graveyard, whatever. So pop up res at corpse or res here or res at graveyard or port to corpse. You don't want to res at the corpse because of what you just said. Port me to my corpse. I'm at my corpse. I'm still ghost form. I'm still running around. I have not resurrected yet. Now I can do my little backtrack to the very edge. Mm-hmm. And I can res at a safe spot. Okay. Well, wouldn't you want to like avoid the double porting? I mean, aren't you suggesting that like, right, you die, you release, and like you're not going to the graveyard and coming back, you're just right there, just res. I see your point. Okay. What you want is as soon as you die, you get a pop up Diablo style. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that says, do you yeah. want to go to town, or yeah. do you want to you want to res right here, or do you want to res 50 yards from here, or right. whatever the case might be. <laughs> so I see that. I was kind of going back to the a little bit of a penalty. Okay. So take me to the spirit healer, and then I make that choice, or the graveyard, I guess. Then I make the choice to go back or not, but that would add more resources and yeah. overhead to that the game. Yeah, that seems clunkier. So, okay, yeah, give me the option as soon as yeah. I die. Do I want to res, you know, you know, here or spirit healer? So... It would have to be a different name for it. It couldn't be Resurrection because it would be, be a two-step process. It might be like Revive here, and then you can Resurrect. What, what's the difference? I don't know. I'm, what, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is you click the button, and you are still in ghost form at your body. Ghost okay. here? I don't know. Haunt here? <laughs> so you kind of want it to work the same way, except instead of running you're just there. from graveyard to death area, just you're there. just there. Just there. Instead of... What I was thinking of it, that you're wanting is Diablo style. You die, and then you just pop back up Pop again. back up. But no, because... You, as, if, as if someone were to come along and res you. Well, you just brought up the counterpoint of that is if you're with a bunch... You're in a mob, you're being overwhelmed, and you die. If you yeah. res immediately, it's pointless. So don't res me there. Let me haunt there. I don't know what to call it. I'm in ghost form, but I'm there. And now I can go to a little safe spot still within my res zone, and then I accept my resurrection. So now I can get out of that heavily mobbed area and move move on somewhere else. So now we have best okay. of both worlds. Okay. So what I'm thinking that how this could work is, okay, the brazier that, that we talked about earlier in the episode, right? Right. So when that popped up, it said, this wants to resurrect you, yes or no. If I hit yes, it just pops me up right there. If I hit no, now this happens before I release my spirit. If I hit no, I can release... And then I can run back and I can choose if I want to, you know, go to the edge. I can choose to either like res back at the graveyard, take a penalty, or run back to my corpse and like try to edge up to the radius to get a little bit of weight from the exact right, spot. Right, right, right. So what we're talking about is basically some sort of way that you can have that brazier of awakening effect on you as you travel around and quest without it being tethered. Because that brazier, you put it on the ground. Yes. So you have to be within a certain distance of it on the ground. Right. So you're thinking of something like a potion or something you have in your bag. Maybe a potion because that would make you that would keep it from being trivial because you have to continue to get those or make those. Right now, I'm I'm fully aware that we're, we're kind of hinting right around what a soul stone does for a warlock. Okay. 
but yeah. or the auk does for a shaman. Right. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm, I I really don't want the insta res. Okay. There still needs to be a penalty. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to eliminate the downtime and getting back to your game mates, the people you're playing with. I'm trying to reduce that frustration and that and that level of separation. Okay. If you <laughs> here's my problem. If your issue is with that, then you need better teammates. Because <laughs> theoretically, if you're traveling with a group, theoretically you'd have a healer or someone who could res you. If someone in your party reses you, you don't have to run back. All right. You don't have so, to wait. They don't have to wait on you. They just res you and you're, you're right. done. You're with them again. To get out of the party scenario, and now right. let's go back to solo questing. Okay. Now, when I solo quest as a warlock, I soul stone myself. Right. You just pop back up. I've only been caught a couple times where I've been, and I try to be cognizant about it, but sometimes I forget. If I queue up for a raid, then I try not to soul stone myself because I'm on a 10-minute cooldown on that soul stone. So I try not to do that so that I have it available to me in a raid or a dungeon. Sometimes I forget. However, that is only usable for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then I can't yeah. use it anymore. And I know I've already asked for stuff that's very limiting to this. Give me a potion. I maybe only use it once a day, once a day. It's just something. It's akin to mass res. Yeah. Very much akin to mass res. But it's more like, you know, even if it was that, even if it was a, a, an ability you get from your guild, res a corpse. You know, just something to eliminate the run back. And I think, you know, I think it'd be a lot. I mean, what is it there for? What, I mean, outside of penalizing the player, what is it there for? Well, I, I, yeah, nothing. I mean, that's, that's his function is to penalize you. Right. So why? Um, I mean, I don't know. We can't have everything too easy. Don't die, noob, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to happen. So. What I'm saying is, give me. There are ways already in the game to avoid it. Just make them mm-hmm. more popular or more more available. More available to multiple classes. Yeah, yeah. So I know a lot of times I've gone into fights where if I know the fight's going south, I'll throw a soul stone on a healer. Like, hey, we're about to have a mass wipe here. Soul stone the healer. Right. You <laughs> pop up and res everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> But, and that's right, you know, I'm dying. If, especially if I'm about to die, I'll do that. And if I know, like, hey, everybody, this is going bad. I'm, I'm not going to live much longer. Let me soul, soul, soul stone somebody. So I know those, I, I know these things are in the game, but I just, there, I can't help but think that that has been up on this whiteboard of no for such a long time that it has to be there, but nobody can tell you why. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And it's, when you look at how many things they've revamped since classic, you know, and this is something is you know, like you said, that hasn't changed. I think it's time. I mean, the penalty can still be there. The waiting can still be there. I don't care. Let me look at my corpse for 30 seconds. I don't care. At least I don't have to run back and be frustrated and get lost and end up dropping a group. I mean, there's a lot of things that happen. So, And it might be a little bit of a rant for me. You no, know, learn the map better, learn this better, learn that better. But at the same time, I think you get the everybody back together quicker. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Facilitates gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Just an idea to think about. You know, something on the whiteboard. Maybe time to take that erasure to it and revamp the whole death system. <laughs> New Year's is coming up, Freck. Don't forget you can go to Capital Cities to watch the fireworks. They're cool. They're fun. They're hourly. It's not have to wait till midnight. These are only hours at night, though. Yeah. I'll so, see if I catch them this year. Yeah. They're cool. Know. Maybe we'll go somewhere and uh, get, a, get a selfie together or something. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. We're always looking for people to play our Hearthcast AOE. We haven't played in a while, and we sure like to. If you want to do that, just hit uh, Freckleface or myself up on the Twitters. All you do is you Skype into us here. We'll ask you, what is it, five questions? Five questions. All the answers are numbers. They're numbers. Like how nothing ma- crazy. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Stuff like, you know, how many fingers does a goblin have? Yeah. Yeah. That was a controversial one because I didn't know you were counting the thumb. <laughs> I remember that. Thumbs are fingers. <laughs> are they? Yes, they are. Are they? They are. <laughs> then why is it four fingers and a thumb? Um, why most people say five fingers. I don't know. The only when they're talking about discounts. <laughs> 
Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I'm a goblin. I like those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very easy. Uh, five questions each. One of us goes out of the studio, so we can't hear uh, when the other contestant is playing the game. And then we compare. You get points for being right. You get points for being closer. And you get points for time. And then the winner, we usually have something pretty cool for, whether it be a loot crate code, get you three months of loot crate. You get Curse Premium for a year just for playing. There's a lot of cool stuff you can get for it. So if you're interested, just let us know, and uh, we'll work out the details over Twitter. We'd love to have you on. And speaking of Twitter, we want to give a thank you to our followers on Twitter and our friends on Facebook. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast and using the offer code hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grit Network. 